Welcome to another edition of What About Now, the NFL what about Draft now? Edition. NFL Draft the, tonight. The disappointing edition, aka the We Are Dolphin Fans edition. <laughs> yes, and anyone else who may be a Dolphin fan knows the the troubles we have seen. And uh, for me, at least tonight, there there there's no different. It's no different. And. Uh, you know, usually the draft, you know, it's the start. I guess, is this officially the start of the new season? I mean, not obviously, because it's not, it's not preseason, but, like, it's sort of, it feels like the beginning of a new year because it's the draft, and that's who you're going to... Oh, uh, yeah. NFL marketing is some of the best in the world. Who, who else? What other company gets you excited about hiring new employees? <laughs> Uh, Makes it a big party. Yeah. Maybe strippers? I don't know. Maybe a strip club? Possibly. So it's like it's the emotional start of the new season. Yes, right? yes. It's it's not the, football, but it's football adjacent. And it, it just hmm. it, it gives you that, that it's like a, the aperitif of football, so to speak, I guess. Yeah. yeah it's 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 you you know, you know it's it's it it fills that void in your soul that that basketball and baseball just cannot fill it's 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 palpable at this point so also that that giant that giant void in my sundays that i have to fill with like housework and family oh what's that about oh god what i have a kid what (laughs) wait a minute oh i think my oldest daughter thinks her name is damn it get out of the way right now Oh my god, I can't believe you just did a callback. I mean, this is a perfect transition because when a certain rapist was uh, a kid, he thought his name was Dammit, you remember? <laughs> by the no, way, was, I just want to point out there's a couple. It was God Dammit. And he goes, No, no, he, Jesus bro- Christ. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, no, he said, and his brother, was Ru- his brother Russell thought his name was Dammit. Anyway, yeah. so there's, there's a lot, oh, I got a lot to mention today, you know, hot off the presses. Make that uh, 19th century newspaper analogy. But uh, Bill Cosby found guilty, three charges, and now it's official. There's no, We're going to have an official um, ceremony. We're going to remove the alleged because there's no more alleged rapist. Nope. He's a rapist. He's I, a rapist. I, but but it, was, it, was a, it was actual, actually wasn't he convicted of uh, not sexual assault, but uh, aggravated assault? If I'm not mistaken. No, I thought, I thought it was. I thought it was sexual assault. I think it was aggravated assault. You're telling me I can't call him. Still convicted criminal. Still convicted I can't, criminal. I can't, wait, wait, wait. I can't call him a rapist now. Is that what you're saying? Um, I think they went with the lesser charge because they they felt it would be an easier conviction. And I and I believe <sighs> I believe it's aggravated assault. He got convicted. I, so he's an he's an, he's an assaulter. He's not. Yeah. No, he he's can, no he more. Can, He's no more. He's no longer an alleged assaulter. He is an he assaulter. Is. That that yeah. that's that's what I got to go with. Okay. Exactly. Anyway, so again, that's that was like the, the big bombshell. Like, it's still like ten years per count. There's three counts. So I mean, at eighty years of age, he could be in prison till he's hundred and ten. No, no. They said that they probably would run concurrently. Oh, oh yeah. Oh okay. Gotcha. So, so there. Uh, and then, I don't know. So I don't. I'm not gonna worry about that. Just. Just get, trying to take in the news today. Bill Cosby, guilty of three counts and uh, an official assaulter. And uh, yeah, you know, it's a tough day. I, you know, obviously we, you know, he, justice finally caught up with him, and we're, we're glad. But you know, it's just one of those 
weird sort of you know art and artist things and uh, oh, oh yeah of course of course we've 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 talked before about it's how it's hard to to de differentiate between those two things sometimes and this is still one of them but you've gotta you know justice justice is justice and I don't care what he's capable I, of as an artist if he's capable of this as a human being he needs to pay the penalty for it so. I thought I saw a tweet by Rose McGowan that really really summed it up it was in a paraphrasing here but it was like uh, I you you were you America you were in love with him but you were in love with a lie is that pretty much everything in America these days? <laughs> it um, sure feels that way. I mean, what are some other, what were some other things that were that we were in love with? It was a lie. Again, we were in love with the idea he was America's dad. You know, yeah. he was. Yeah. That that was that you know that's the phrase used, and we were in love with a lie because he was not Doctor Huxtable. I think most Americans get disenfranchised by. Many things over over the uh, over the years, you know. I mean, the so, older no, well, just just no matter where you are, the older you get, the more cynical you get. Yeah, but this whole Me Too movement has taken out off taken out a bunch of talented people. Um, I I thought Kevin Spacey was a great actor, you know. It's a shame he's a sleazeball. I and thought, speaking of which, I thought Charlie Rose had great interviews. It's, it's a shame he's a sleazeball. I didn't. I never, he never really even appeared on my radar other than John Oliver kept running segments on his show about like the banter, the sexual banter on the morning show. I've seen some of his, I've seen some of his interviews, mainly because (coughs) there there was, there was a time, and I don't know if you watched many of the morning shows. Uh, I'm sorry, how how long have you known me? Yeah, exactly. For you, a morning show is usually starts at about four o'clock in the afternoon, but. uh, (laughs) Now that, that has changed because I do get up now. Exactly. With my my child, but I'm in no mood to watch a, right. a cheerful, you know, like uh, was it Kelly and Hoda drinking wine? Oh, uh, well, you can... well, see, here's the here's the thing. Um, Did I say Kelly? I meant Kathy. I'm sorry, Kathy, like Kathy, yeah, Kathy yeah. Lee and Hoda. Yeah, that's that's the Today Show, and that is absolute crap. Today Show has always been yeah. nothing but but fluff and crap. And and my wife watched that when when we. Uh, got married and stuff like that and that was i guess she learned from her family they watched the today show today show is garbage so i actually discovered the cbs morning news uh, Uh show and it's a lot better because they actually cover news on the cbs morning one if you're going to do any of them they have a lot less celebrity bs and a lot more actual news stories politics things like that and charlie i'm I'm gonna go ahead yeah, but I'm gonna go ahead and say that um, you're you're showing your age because nobody watches news anymore. Come on, it's uh, I get all my news. I go just pull up my smartphone. I go to what? M- I go to NBCNews.com or CNN.com. I still I read I read HuffPost a lot. You can get things multiple ways. You don't have to just get it over the internet. Just get it over the television. I even listen to. NPR podcasts. Ooh, I do that too. Well, I just I don't listen to podcasts. I just listen to straight up NPR when I'm driving yes. to work. Yes. By the way, before we get too far, I got to jump in. So, um, just to point out, God, there, there's so much stuff we glossed over. Number one, this is the phlegm edition of What About Now? I'm fighting a cold. I'm just I just to do a little <coughs> ahem ahem. 
So if, I'm not. If you're if you're a longtime listener to this podcast, you will realize that one or both of us are seems to always Jeez. be finding gold in the past oh, year. So. I mean, this season, this flu season, has been really bad. Yes, but like, it's been bad. I just, I just came down with it like yesterday. But um, luckily, this one has been a very mild one. Like, I don't actually feel like the last one. I had the flu. I like felt drained. I wasn't back to normal for like weeks. But like, I really, I feel fine. I just had a little tickle and a little sore throat. But like, I don't even need really even have a cough. I'm just like a little stuffy. You'll and hear, urge like, to eat human brains. Oh my god. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so just want to point that out. So I know my voice is normally annoying, but might be even even more annoying. And then then we just and then I got to um, reel us back in because you mentioned Kevin Spacey, and that brings us right back to something I mentioned last episode. It's a correction. So what about now? Correction. I I had a little callback to an SNL sketch from uh, you know. A, a long time ago, I, I I called it was it the Earl of Sark, and there was there, I had a correction, and I and I said it was like an old John Malkovich sketch. Turns out it was the it was the Duke of Sark, and the Duke of Sark was none other than Kevin Spacey. Oh wow, okay. So, Ooh, so it was so. the guy. So according to Essendon, and this was like um, this was the Fred Armiston era. Oh okay okay. So maybe early two thousands, and yeah. Kevin Spacey played the played the. Uh, the Duke of Sark, who invented Sark. I really Sarcasm. wasn't watching SNL by that point. Yeah. Yeah, there's a pretty good gap for me. Late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. yeah. And even today, I still only catch it occasionally. So It's a, really, it, it's a good show. I mean, yeah. it's just a, it's yeah, a no, constant no, it, in my life, you know? Yeah. It, 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 I'll be honest with you, it's never been a, a constant to me like it was in those high school days. Like, the late huh. 80s, early 90s, that, that era there, that was when I was really kind of into it. I've never been that into it since i've definitely okay, okay. seen you know uh, you know at least a handful of episodes you know in the last few seasons you know each season but um yeah i've never been a con- constant watcher like i used to be don't know why just this way it is you know i mean you know taste change or you know different things going on whatever's going on in your life right yeah exactly um exactly i i dropped out i can remember that i stopped watching Right about the like when Will Ferrell started, because okay. I did his early stuff. Like it was again, it was another one of these new casts. I think it was again, the, uh, maybe the nineties. It was like the new, like one of the these new uh, again new casts with Ferrell, Sherry O'Terry, Molly Shannon, etc. And I got really turned off by Mr. them. The, the, yeah, and so I kind of dropped out for a while. But uh, oh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, Flem edition of what about now? The Flem edition. Uh, so I, 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 let's 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 talk a little football. Uh, let's get okay, it let's out go of the back. way. Let's bring it back. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's get the football out of the way because there there might not be a lot of football fans out there. Um, but if you are, I'm angry tonight. Um, I'm angry because I saw the white the writing on the wall about what was going to happen, and sure enough, it happened that way. Hold on a second. Um, hold on a second. Is this our serious segment? Uh, I probably take football a little bit more seriously than I should, but I don't think it needs to be considered a serious segment. I'm just saying we always have to keep our iTunes listeners in mind because, according to iTunes, we're not a comedy show. We're strictly news. So this I is mean, this sports analysis. So I guess that counts as news. 
Um, I usually sports falls into a completely different categories news, but um, go ahead. Let's see that. Okay, but but right, but this could still be our serious segment. Point is, the point is, is that the iTunes listeners don't think that we're a comedy show, so this could be our our sports serious segment. What do you think? We'll see. You know what? I wonder if our listeners think we're a comedy show. That's really you know that's that's what I keep coming back to. Like, are we a comedy show? Yeah. That's our goal. That's not necessarily where we are. That's where we want. It's where we want to be. Okay. So go ahead. Let's let's do some serious draft talk. Okay. So I did not think the Dolphins would be in a in a position to get one of the quarterbacks that were coming off the board, but as usually happens in these things, uh, teams don't always follow the script and do something you don't expect. So the Dolphins were at number eleven. And one of the high, highly talented quarterbacks, uh, Josh Rosen out of UCLA, who in some mock drafts hey, hey, was a Wait, wait, wait. Hey, hang on, hang on a second. Back up a second. What was his name? Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. Huh, that's an interesting name. What, what, he, what, is that, what does that sound like to you? <laughs> I know where you're going with this. I mean, do they let Jews play football? Really? And Maybe. quarterback... Jew maybe, quarterback? Maybe they make him take the Berg off. I don't know. <laughs> oh, he has a little yarmulke under it. Hey, you! I mean, you lose that Berg right now. <laughs> okay, tell you what, quick, is off the top of your head, as many Jewish quarterbacks as you could possibly think of. Go. And we're done. <laughs> oh, hey, come on, come on, Joe Theismann, <laughs> Jay Jay Fiedler. Yeah, I I I should have remembered Fiedler. So. Uh. Uh, Danny Goldberg Steen Witz. <laughs> there's, there's a couple. There's a couple of Jew quarterbacks we can think of. Anyway, so really, Rosen. What's his name? What's this kid's Josh name? Josh Rosen. He's from UCLA. Josh. That's a pretty so, Jewy name, Josh. So anyway, he was he was available after the Bills had selected at number uh, seven, and they picked another quarterback out of Wyoming. Um, so, the next three teams, 8, 9, and 10, I knew would not pick a quarterback. We sat at number 11. So, the Dolphins could potentially just sit there, and this quarterback would fall to him at 11. But I also knew that at number 15 was the Arizona Cardinals. They desperately needed a quarterback. So, I had a really, really strong feeling that they would jump ahead of the Miami Dolphins if the Dolphins weren't proactive Make a move with one of those three teams above him, trade some of the picks, and move up to get him. And the Dolphins just sat there like a freaking lump on the log, let the Arizona Cardinals trade up to number ten, and take the quarterback that I wanted them to get. Isn't a isn't it a bump on a log? I don't. Do logs have lumps or bumps? Uh, whatever they have, the Dolphins are that. They can have. I think I think cancerous testicles have lumps. Yeah. Yeah. But Logs have bumps. They're, they're, By the they're, way, they're they're the log form of genital herpes. Whatever logs have, as far as genital herpes goes, that's what the dolphins are. Ew. They're the genital ward on the log. So the dolphins are the genital herpes of of NFL teams. Uh, yes. Right now, yes. I'm, wow. I'm so angry. When, so I have a very important when, when question. I look, when Before, I look wait, hold on, hold on a second. Wait, wait, hold on a second. I have a ser- This is our serious segment. I have a serious question. The dolphins are the genital warts. Then which team is the super goddamn football? Normally it's the Browns, but the Browns <laughs> I actually have more faith in this year. I like the wow. moves the Browns have made. So 
I might question their pick at number one and see if they got the right quarterback. But you know what? They definitely have more growth and more potential than the Dolphins do right now. If I'm going okay. just by the offseason. So, but yes, I do want to get a quarterback. I did want to get rid of Ryan Tannehill. I think the Tannehill experiment's done. I know we disagree about that. Outside of injury, you think he's okay. I think he's not. Well, no, I mean, I don't know he's okay because this he might not ever come back from his injury. And this is the middle of April, the end of April, so I, I have no recollection of anything from the last football season. I, I think the Eagles won. But was, was it a torn ACL? What, what did Tannehill do? Uh, yeah, he tore his ACL. That's Which, in your knee for the... Yes. Uh, the and anatomically, yeah. the anatomically challenged. That's so. What is it? Some a ligament, a cartilage. What is it? It's, Tendon. It, it's the anterior cruciate ligament. It's a ligament. Hence the L in ACL. Yes. Yes. The anterior cruciate well, ligament. We're definitely gonna get a posting there's, of our Facebook page from uh, regarding the, what the ACL is. There's there's three ligaments I believe that hold the knee together. There's an anterior cruciate ligament. There's a posterior cruciate ligament. And there's a an MCO, which is I think is the medial cruciate ligament. I'm not 100 percent sure. It's on the that me, no, I believe that's the 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 meaty, the meaty or the mangoey. The mango ligament. The mangoey. Mmm, oh mangoey flavored cruciate mango. ligament. Oh, that reminds me. I got a mango. I got some. I got some mango related news coming up after this. Okay. Oh, well, 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 we can't wait for mango related news. I'll, I'll tie it into the new lemonade from Publix I'm drinking. But, okay, well, we'll get that. We'll get to that in a second. But so we, we I think, all right. The injury <coughs> aside, I think you you elevate Tannehill higher than I do at this point. I think so. Uh, and I and I've made the statement again. Again, it's about expectations. We've had such uh, such mediocre such a mediocre experience prior to him that you know anybody who's average or maybe even slightly above average would be like well yeah not bad you know i mean when's the last time we were impressed by quarterback since the one the 2008 season when we had uh oh what was the kid from the jets uh Ch- pennington chad pennington yeah, yeah i can i can tell you that Tannehill's the best quarterback since Ch- since chad pennington and that's not telling you anything we've had some truly lousy quarterbacks but it's not we're not Penny. trying to come it, Henny, he's better than Henny was. Henny was pretty awful. John Beck, uh, a bunch of really awful guys in in between there. But the the question isn't where does Tannehill stack up with previous Dolphin quarterbacks. It's it's where does he stack up in today's NFL landscape? And where would you think? I mean, there's 32 teams. Where would you roughly rank him? Wouldn't be top 10, would it? No, I would not say top 10. Top 15. And now we're kind of splitting hairs. I mean, again, so. No, I, there's, a, there's a big <coughs> difference. There's a big this difference. Is basing, this is basing it on his, his, uh, his, um, his 16, 2016 performance. Uh, no, this is just based on where, where he is, where he's at. Well, no, 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 because uh, 2017, he injured himself in preseason, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, fine. So it would have to be off his. His 16. last full we'll, we, season. I mean, his last full season, um, which he hasn't had in the, two years. Didn't we make the playoffs? Nope. <laughs> in, in 20, no, in 2016 we made the playoffs. Yes, we did. We made the wild card in 2016. Did we? Uh, I'm pretty sure we made the wild didn't card. We lose, for, didn't we lose that last week against the Jets and miss the wild card? In 2016. No, we didn't make the playoffs last year. We made it the year before. That was the shocking thing, because... Really, I think I think this is important enough that you need to stop right now, 
you need to look up the year because again this is this is 2018 so the 17 season just ended right so i maintain in 2016 the dolphins had a wild card playoff game against i'm pretty sure it was the ravens that, that you might be right i'm i <laughs> let's see That was 2016. They were 10 and six. That might be. They may have made the playoffs that year. And who do they lose to? I don't know. I'm looking. This is thrilling podcast news for everyone wow. right now. Oh my goodness! All right, so I'm gonna entertain everybody with some really deep guttural coughs right now. I got. This is the what about now throat clearing. Ahem. Ooh. Yay. Ahem. Do some vocal exercises. La, 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 la. You know that most musicians, they do vocal exercises before they go on stage. Singers, that is. <laughs> oh, no. That, okay, you're right. They, they did make the, the playoffs in 2016. They lost to the Steelers 30-12. to 12. It was the Steelers? Yes. Okay. Huh. And I assume it wasn't Pittsburgh. Uh, yes, it wasn't Pittsburgh. Because <laughs> we were okay. the wildcard team, so. Yeah, obviously. So we okay. lost. Okay, there we, there we go. So, do I get a half a point? Um, let's see. Do you get a half a point? I'll give you half a point. Okay, because... Oh, I'll give you a full point for that. I'll give you a full point yeah. for that. So I'm officially, I'm officially ahead in the point uh, standing. <laughs> all right so that concludes our podcast we're going to end it now and i don't mean this show i mean just we're ending the what about now podcast just so i can stay ahead in the point tally so this has been fun this has been a bold experiment in broadcasting and i just like to say it's been an utter and total failure <laughs> but you got to win in points <laughs> but i got to win points yes Anyways, yeah. okay, so... But, uh, I'm but, re- but here's, re- the, here's the thing, and this is where I was thinking. I, I knew he did I said that the last time he fo- played a full season. In 2016, he missed three games. Um, so you're saying that I have to give you a point because he didn't play the full t- 2016? Well, I did say he, he, he hadn't played a full season in two years. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and give you a point for such, such pre- precision... In, uh, and in, in that his, his playing in that ability. Se- in that season, he had 2,995 yards, 19 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. Not exactly what I would consider, you know, especially in this day and age of air attack, not what I would consider a groundbreaking, wonderful season. The year before, 3,000 20- yards? Yeah. In 2015, he, he threw for 4,200 yards, 24 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. So Wasn't 3,000 yards back. the combined... Uh, Yardage of the Super Bowl this year? <laughs> In the first quarter, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, um, so again, uh, where would you put Tannehill? There's 32 quarterbacks. I'd say he's in like he's definitely in the bottom half. He's in the bottom half. Okay. So the, yeah, so he's in like, so you why, know, why would 17. You not, why would you not try to improve on that? Um, do you think, or, or do you have faith he can be a top ten quarterback still at this point? 
Right, because nothing helps your career like a horrible knee injury, right? Let me no, hold on a second. But, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm going to get Dante Culpepper on the phone real quick. Just give me a second. There are plenty of quarterbacks that have come back from <laughs> knee injuries, though. All right. I what mean, I can to, think of Drew Brees. What, Drew Brees came to, back from a lovely shoulder Br- injury. What happened to that Tom Brady that year that he got hurt? Um, what What did he hurt? The year that I honestly don't. I honestly it, don't remember. It was a leg injury. I don't remember if it was knee, but it was a leg injury. It might have been an Achilles tendon or something like that. But that's not the same as a knee injury. It's actually in some ways worse. But in some ways, it's not worse. Uh, <laughs> you see how we could just sit here making incredibly broad, meaningless statements. In, in terms in terms of the fact that if you injure your knee, you get to put the ice pack on a completely different part of your body, <laughs> which is it's much better to have the ice pack closer to your heart. So I'm just like spouting <laughs> meaningless things right here. So you're saying we know nothing about medical uh, terms for football. Is that what you're saying? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Remember, it's the mango-y... Uh, What's the the C? I don't even remember what the C in the L. The mangoey ligament. No, in in, in in all honesty, the the ACL tear is commonplace now in the NFL. It used to be a big deal. It's not a big deal anymore. I don't know if you. I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, Adrian Peterson a few years ago tore his ACL. He was out for the season. The next year. He came Wait, back. hold on a second. But didn't he, he actually he tear back. his ACL? Well, hey, hey. Didn't he actually tear his ACL beating the hell out of his kid? No, no, no. That was a completely separate thing. He didn't tear his ACL <laughs> beating his kid. I don't allegedly. Think Ale- I- wait. Ale- allegedly. Allegedly. I think he admitted to it, so I don't think it's alleged. So, okay. <laughs> uh, and, and no, he didn't tear his kid's ACL. He tore his ACL. And the next year he came back and led the league in rushing. So there, okay. there is absolutely no reason why an ACL in and of itself should hold an, uh, uh, a football so, player back from achieving okay. what he can. Now, right, repeated once, possibly. Wait, 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 wait hold on a second. Possible. That's a very important point. That's a very important point is that you're saying that an ACL should not hold you back to be a successful football player. Might I also make another important, important point that apparently uh, beating the hell of your child is, re- is really good for your NFL career as well. If you want to have a success, if you want to lead the NFL in rushing yards, you should beat your son. I don't know if he. I think he beat his son after that. So I think okay. he. I'm not. If, let's, listen, I'm not saying that you should do that. I, oh, okay. so let me clarify. I'm not <laughs> suggesting that you should beat your child. I'm. I'm just. I'm just looking at history, looking at facts, and drawing. Oh, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. You're, you're you're extrapolating uh, false causality there. <laughs> exactly. I do not encourage child abuse. I, I'm just saying that. <coughs> The king of false causality. <laughs> so, 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 do you think we? Should, obviously, we don't have much of a choice now. But do you think this is the right thing to just try to 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 ride Tannehill a little bit longer and see what he can get us? Is that what? Here's you a want? problem. Here's a problem, Darren. So I, I hear. I hear the. And it's in your voice. It's like you want to plan and think and strategize and figure out how do we get out of this rut, this decades-long rut. But like, that—that's where you're coming from. That's the problem: is that you just haven't accepted defeat yet. <laughs> you're like, well, they had another bad draft. Yeah, what else is new? So, let's see what's on TV. We should wallow in our shit like happy little pigs, huh? Come on, come on. I think me and you need to take. Actually, you know what? I was gonna say we take a trip to Chicago to, you know, 
to have some conversations with Cubs fans, but well, fuck them. They won the World Series a couple years ago, so <laughs> maybe Browns. I, I think the worst. So the if I if I'm remembering the stat correctly, the worst historically the worst team in the history of the NFL is in fact the Detroit Lions. In terms of how long they've been around, how they've not had success. Okay. Even worse, even worse than the Browns. Okay. okay. Um. So maybe we need to take a trip to Detroit. And do some interviewing, do some talking to some, if there's still any left. I'm, I'm assuming that there's Lions fans, but I could be wrong. <laughs> Maybe find some Lions and talk to them, just trying to understand how how I'm, they I'm how do they sure get Det- out of bed in the morning. I'm not sure Detroit's left. Is Detroit still there? Uh, well, after what Ford announced, I'm not so sure. Did you see that yesterday? No, no. What, 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 what? Oh, yes, yes, I did. They're getting rid of... All small vehicles, with the exception of Mustang and uh, a, a, a version of their Focus, the Focus Active or something like that. And honestly, that doesn't mean that Ford's dying because they sell a shit ton of SUVs and yeah, trucks. Yeah, they're, 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 they're keeping their large vehicles uh, in place because that's what Americans want. But I think it's I think it's a short-sighted business move. I, I have a problem with it. And I have, What's uh, your problem? Um, I, I feel a recession is around the corner again. I really do. Um, mm. I think watching gas prices go up and up, we're getting closing in on three dollars again right now. That's territory we haven't been in in quite a while. Um, that that elevation of gas prices is eventually going to start pinching bigger vehicle drivers to want smaller vehicles. On top of that, um, well, don't, yeah, don't you remember how the the Ford Explorer was just the king of SUVs, and then. Um, I, the gas prices started to spike, and then like Ford was in some serious trouble. Yeah, 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 exactly. I, I see that um, happening again. On top of that, um, the Fed is raising credit rates, uh, something they hadn't been doing for a while. They're talking about there's going to maybe be a total of three interest rate hikes in the next year, and that's going to start affecting the the the, the interest rate on which you take a loan, including automobiles. Which, from what I understand, is already kind of in danger of being its own bubble, the automobile credit bubble. Um, okay. All right. All right. Bring it back. Bring it back. And no la- okay. hold on. Last point. Last point. The Trump administration is basically destroying the uh, Obama era regulation that all American car companies be in compliance with the 55 mile per gallon uh, limit come 2025. They're really? getting rid I didn't of that. Hear about that. Yes. Oh, yes. The Trump administration is getting rid of that and that's going to mean there's really no incentive for these car companies to try to get fuel efficient vehicles so you know i don't wow. i i think i see a lot of things that could be that could spell trouble for ford in the future if they just now i know now that being said i think in their defense they have said that they, they're trying for a lot of crossovers and hybrids and things like that in their bigger vehicles and that could be their their saving grace but I got news for you. A crossover is just it 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 looks like a SUV, but it's on a car body. Like 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 the uh, for example the um, I mean just off the top of my head like the Toyota was it the the Rav Four right. the uh, the Honda like I think the top selling one is the Honda is the CRV. The CRV. Those yeah. are all on car bodies. They look yeah. like SUVs, yeah. but they're on car bodies. Yeah, they're just a little it's bit the, a little bit more spacious. That's it. They're bigger. Set really? up a little bit higher. I don't know. Yeah, but they're All not. Right, so what we're they're talking not about? true SO, SUVs. No, they're not. They're yeah, 
They're 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 more like minivans. <laughs> but we're talking. So bring it back. Let's wrap this up. We were talking about uh, the auto industry. We we're talking about Detroit. Talking to Lions fans to understand how to like get out of bed in the morning. But uh, final thoughts on the draft. Um, the Dolphins ended up taking probably the best player available to them. Uh, in Mika Fitzpatrick, the safety out of Alabama, but I don't think safeties add much to wins per season. Um, I don't think safeties put fans in the seats. Um, I think uh, winning does. I think all winning still goes through the quarterback position in this league, and I think our team was once again not aggressive enough and too content to sit with what they've got. And just remember, just and just Ugh. remember, if something does happen to to Ryan Tannehill again this year, health wise, you're looking at Brock Osweiler under center. But I just like saying his name though, so that it's not it's not all bad. Situation. Oh no no no, Brock Osweiler. Yes, it sounds like the name of a winner, <laughs> but you'd be wrong. Like Dick Butkus. Some comedian made the joke years ago that like that name has every male part, every male genitalia in that name. Ah, yeah? <laughs> uh, we love you, Dick. <laughs> what else? What else is going on? Um, can I talk about the mango stuff? Now? Yes, t- talk about your mangoes. Just, I uh, just we're gonna, you know, dive back into the recurring segment, the rare food segment. And while you while you are talking about your rare mango food, I'm going to t- take another uh, drink of this delicious new Publix lemonade. It's tropical lemonade. It's infused with juice from guava and pineapple. And, and anything else, maybe? Uh, a little papaya. A little papaya. Wait, no mango? No mango. No mango, believe it or not. The mango's not well, in what this the fu- <laughs> What the fuck? I don't care about it if there's a mango in it. Oh, well, it's still tropical. You don't like pineapple? Okay. You don't like guava? You don't like papaya? Oh, really? It's still tropical. You know what else is tropical? Malaria. Well, they were all out of malaria flavored lemonade. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. I'll try to get, um, you a, so let's see. get you a half gallon next time I'm at the store. I mean, this is not a new sponsor. This is not a new stealth sponsor, is it? Because remember, it, it sounds like you're really plugging this drink. Like, uh, you getting something on the back end, huh? Perhaps, maybe, you know. Maybe they decided they couldn't afford to make a deal with both of hosts of the podcast, so they just approached one. Interesting, maybe, interesting. Maybe, maybe I came cheap. Maybe they just keep me swimming in tropical <laughs> lemonade, and I'm good to go. My goodness. Well, is this uh, diet or regular? It's regular. Really? Yes. Ooh, yeah. See, too many calories for me. i got to drink the diet stuff. Get the fuck out of here. And frankly, I tried to. I, I've we've sort of sworn off the diet stuff because that's just as bad for you. Calorie wise, it's better, but in terms of your body still thinks you're. They've done studies. Your body still thinks that you're consuming sugar, and it still leads to diabetes. Even and when you're it, drinking and diet. It, it resets the sugar tolerance levels and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's still bad for you. Yeah, so basically, All right. you, you just drink water and you 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 don't even eat bread. You just what do you what do you eat? You eat uh, rice cakes. Is that it? Just smothered rice in tofu. Oh, are you kidding me? Rice cakes? Those are horrible for you. you kidding me? <laughs> uh, I do drink more water than I have been, but no, I drink a lot of coffee. Um, a lot of coffee, gallons and gallons of coffee. Is there with sugar, tons of sugar, sugar in your coffee? With, do what? 
<laughs> is there sugar in your coffee? Oh yeah, oh yeah, God, <laughs> tons and tons of sugar. I, I get this reminds me of so I got I got to mention this. This is like a a weird little thing. Before we before we talk about the mango, at at work we have a little break room because like I drink a lot of coffee, and you know so I frequently go to the, the break room and make make myself some coffee. And there's like this big bucket of sugar packets, and um. The weird thing is that every once in a while, I come upon a sugar packet that is not full of sugar. It has like a third, like the packet is full of like a third of sugar. But this is like, I this happens like every other packet that I get. I've never found such a batch of sugar packets where like every other one is defective. Can you can you please shed some light on that? It's like it's so frequent. It's like they just constantly get batches of sugar packets. And at first at first I thought it was like, oh, well here's one bad one, two bad one, but like half the packets in this bucket of sugar packets have like a third the amount of sugar that is, this- is in a normal sugar packet. So this has to be this has to be this cannot be unintentional. Is this some sort of like sneaky way to try to get a healthier employee? Say, like, look, we're gonna give them sugar, secretly give them sugar packets with less sugar, and they won't even notice. Am I crazy? I, I no, I think you just have bad employees in this country that have jobs that probably should not have jobs. So you're saying that there's such a they're skimming sugar the, like the the guys the people at the factory the sugar packet factory. No, I th- I think I think most of it's automated. I think there's somebody there that's supposed to check the automation to make sure it's, you know, l- aligned properly, and that uh-huh. person's not doing their job. I see. I I you you're giving them the benefit of the doubt. I think it's some sort of plot, some sort of nefarious plot to like skim sugar, to to you're, you're to, you know like. You're starting to get into our tinfoil hat area. Oh, oh, yeah, we might get to that later. We might get to. Okay. Hold on a second. I might, might I propose that there's some sugar skimming going on? Uh, you may They're pro- skimming sugar you off may the top. And I, I, I only say that because I want to throw that out as a possible title for our podcast is sugar skimming. Sugar skimming. Yeah, we'll just okay. we'll just kind of mull that over for a little bit, you know. Okay. But okay, anyway, so this is weird to decide about how like why is it that like one out of three sugar packets at work has like is missing most of its sugar? That just anyway. So back, so let's bring it back to mango. No, no, the, the mango is is just a it's just a real small mention because I just wanted to announce that I finally cracked open my last bag of Brookstone Mango Mangosteen <gasps> flavor. I cracked it open, man. I'm, I'm starting to, I'm starting to, you know, whittle it away to nothing, basically. Oh, everybody, let's let's take a moment and have a moment of silence for Ted's Brookside Mango flavored uh, right. treats. Uh, and I'm gonna make they're this. They're gone. They're gone. Yeah, I know. And I'm gonna make this a special uh, audio effect because look, I'm gonna shake the bag. Oh! Sh- oh! Can you hear that about half of that bag is, is gone? Yeah, it's, it, it sounds like a third sugar packet right there. Oh, wow. Oh, that is bad. That is bad. Oh, you're right. That is bad. Wow. But, uh, all right, so I wanted to mention that, that I'm, I've cracked open the mangosteen. It's it's time has come because it expired, I think, a couple months ago. And uh, honestly, I don't remember when it expired. I, I know they're perfectly fine because we all know that expiration dates are utter nonsense, right? 
That is the real conspiracy. We've t- we've talked about this before. Yes, we have. But, yes, we have. But before we get too much off, there's there's part two of the rare food segment. I, I'm going to... Here's a little quiz. A pop quiz, Hotshot. Um, do you remember me talking a while ago about the Starbucks double shot energy of the hazelnut flavor? I vaguely remember that, yes. Okay, so I'll, t- I'll take that as a yes. Um, so a few shows ago, I talked about how, you know, there's this flavor, the hazelnut flavor of the Starbucks double shot energy, which is like Starbucks version of a monster energy drink. And, um, I, I saw that the hazelnut flavor was disappearing and I was getting worried. And then I went to their website recently and it's labeled as discontinued. But, uh, on Sunday, I happened to be at this odd convenience store. The, the wife and I were coming back from, um... Visiting some friends down in uh, down near DC, and then like the kid was having a meltdown, so we like had to pull over and like this was a random convenience store, so we could, like we didn't know what was going on, and, like she pissed herself. We don't know, but we were like there's something wrong, so we had to stop, take her out, figure change her clothes or whatever, figure out what was going on if she was sick or whatever she's gonna throw up. So and we're at the convenience store, and my wife is in the bathroom with the kid, just trying to console her just for a second. I'm wandering around the convenience store. You know, always, you know, I always gotta take a little peek at the the coffee section, and lo and behold, I happen to see a hazelnut Starbucks huh. double shot energy there. What? Like, wow! Wow! Discontinued. So I'm like, okay, well now is not the time, right? Because my wife would probably give me crap about buying them. Um, and so the next day. Uh, I think it was on the way home from work or something. I popped by. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get me one of these. I hope they're not sold out. And it's only then that I realized that there was, in fact, a dozen of them there. I, there was, like, they had loaded up an entire case. This is so And I was like, wow, what is going on here? And then I looked. The, I was looking at the expiration dates. I'm like, well, they must have been, found a case in the back that's, like, a year expired. I'm looking at the expiration date. And they're like, no, these things don't expire till September. <laughs> So Jackpot! I didn't go crazy. I didn't go crazy. I bought four. I bought four. I have now four fully unexpired hazelnut. Nice. Starbucks double shot energy. She said I'm gonna. Ra- I don't know. I might go back cut a couple more. I was gonna say at I mean, three o'clock in the morning when the wife's asleep, you're gonna be making a travel back out there to get the rest. <laughs> but uh, so there you go. It's like the last gasp. It's like the hazelnut Starbucks <laughs> double shot energy. Could not believe my luck. I I stumbled upon the mother load. Good for you, man. I love how you have to sneak around to buy coffee. (laughs) Shh, shh, not so loud. (laughs) We've already established she doesn't listen to this podcast. Oh, I know. There's always the possibility. Yeah, no. I mean, like maybe maybe a family member or a friend like yeah, listens no. to it yeah, and, is like, no. and is talking to my wife and says like, oh oh my god, I was listening to the podcast. It was so funny. He was talking all about you. She's like, what? And then she has to listen. You know. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else? What else? So I didn't, okay. So we wrapped up that the rare food segment. Did you want to do a little tinfoil hat stuff? Because I got stuff. Yeah. Um. But before we get into the tinfoil hat, um, I think we need to do a. Little in memoriam segment. Uh, we lost uh, quite a few people 
Yes, this, yes. This last perfect. couple of weeks since our last podcast. Per- perfect segue. Yes. Um, I ha- so let's hold on a second. Hold on a second. So I have actually in a, um, in a memoriam list. So I think we should take turns. This is going to be a light. This is going to be oh in memoriam lightning round. Okay. All right, because I got four, so you can only possibly take two of them. Okay. I can okay. only I can only think of three, so I'm going to start with one that's that's big to, that was big to, for us. Uh, Harry Anderson, uh-huh. uh, Children yes. of the '80s, uh, Night Court. Yes. Uh, Night Court was yes. great. He was great. Okay. And I've been watching Cheers again. I had started watching. Hey hey Cheers. hey 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 hey! This is a lightning round. No, We're in the uh, lightning round now. I just so wanted you to can, uh, we'll, can, we'll, can I no, spend uh, some time? Uh, can we no, spend some time? No. It's called in memoriam. We've got to commemorate them. We have to remember them. <laughs> but we're, well, this is a lightning round, so we're going to circle back. We're going to okay. have a lightning we'll, round we'll and then back. circle okay. back, and then we're going to do okay. it in depth. Okay, so okay. we're going to start over because you completely ruined the flow there. So we're going to start right. over. Ready? Harry and Anderson. You go. Harry. R. Lee Ermy. Barbara Bush. Art Bell. That is the big one. That is our tinfoil hat, man. Wait, you have any more? I got, I got two more. Come on. I have no more. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, then just, just say Vern Troyer. Vern Troyer. The Hurricane. The Hurricane. The Hurricane. If, if long-time listeners will recognize that as my joke answer from the last lightning round. Oh, that's... So Remember, I, I only had one current event, so I kept saying the hurricane gotcha. over and over again. Gotcha. Come on, man. I was just I was trying to set that joke up so well. And you fucked it up because you ran out. Oh, sorry. I forgot Vern Troyer. Vern Troyer, Barbara Bush, yes. Arlie Ermey, Harry Anderson, Art Bell. Now let us circle back and do a deep dive. Go. Okay, Harry Anderson, uh, like I said, Night Court, great show. Uh, you know, got his start in the '70s doing stand-up, doing magic, uh, watching Cheers, uh, season one. He was uh, Harry the Hat, the con artist that would come in every once in a while and just bilk him my money. Uh, all his episodes were great. So, uh, way too soon, way too soon. 65. Yeah, he was not that old. No, six. Yeah, multiple. Strokes, oh, you know apparently. what? Um, a, a VC. You hear about a VC? No. Do you know? Do you know who a VC is? No. Oh, is that the pronouncing... DJ? That's the DJ. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this, he did this one. I don't know if I have to get the rights to that. No, I'm gonna get sued by his estate. As bad as you slaughtered that, no, I think you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty unrecognizable. So you're good. Can I do the? I can even do the phlegm version. You know. <laughs> Dude. It's the phlegm version of that song. Not, on, not, not only did you lose all listeners, you almost lost your co-host with that. So, <laughs> oh, wow, wow. But I did I gain a title. I could call. We could call this week's episode the phlegm version. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that works. I think that works. I like it, or I don't like it. <clears throat> the phlegm version. Uh, yeah. so anyway, so who do you want? Who else do you want to talk about? Um, well, a VC, Vern Troy or Harry Anderson, Arlie Ermey. Arlie Ermey, a Full Metal Jacket, great movie. Uh, you know, basically played himself, but he sure as heck made that role his, and uh, he was able to translate that pretty much throughout other things like The Frighteners, and he had that reality TV show on. I can't remember which one channel. Learning on. Channel, the History Channel, yeah, or something. something like that. Yeah. You know, actually, you know what? One of my favorite, one of my favorite roles of his was in fact in Saving Silverman. Oh yeah, yeah. I I I had forgotten that he was in that. 
I've forgotten that movie to be honest. And I've I've seen it though. I thought he was great in it. There was yeah. something else I can't think of off the top of my head, but there's like another big role. And you go, oh yeah, that's right. He was great. He was great in it. Uh, <coughs> uh, I don't I don't know if the recorder's picking up. We have a podcast. The the podcast is meowing loudly for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe it's uh, the the uh, the spirit of Arlie Ermy has uh, joined your cat to uh, bark orders one last time. And yes, I heard the podcast. I don't know if the recorder's picking up, but no, uh, yeah, well, if I, I heard don't care, it, no, I don't care. <laughs> if I heard it, the recorder oh. probably did. So <laughs> I don't care. Well, that's it's the po- I I think the podcast is allowed to be on the podcast. She is the podcast. She is the podcast. So uh, who are we to say that she cannot be here? So. Right, but uh, I there's some other. I'm just there's some other early Ermy role. I I can't think of off the top of my head. It's like a really good one. Yeah. I always liked the Frighteners. I don't know if you remember that movie or not with Michael J. Fox. He was in Life. Remember, he was in Life with Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence. Yes, yeah, that's right. Quite, quite, quite accomplished. Pretty much playing the same role okay. every time, but quite accomplished. Yeah, I'm gonna take a quick peek at his filmography because selected filmography. Okay. Uh, yada yada yada. Um. No, no. Got to fill some airtime here. Well, uh, Barbara Bush. Barbara Bush passed away. Um, I, I, you know, she seemed like she was a pretty nice lady. I don't really have much more to say about that. Uh, she, I did find it kind of uh, amusing seeing that one photo of all the uh, presidents and first ladies uh, at the uh, her service gathered for the picture, with the exception of our. Now current president, who, uh, from all I understand, was not wanted at this particular event. Yeah, that that was I found that kind of odd. <laughs> oh no, I, I didn't find it odd at all. Nobody likes him, <laughs> and uh, I don't think his own wife likes him. That's why she seemed as happy as I've seen her since wow. she since he's taken office. She Melania oh, smiled more at a funeral. Surrounded by Jeez. people like Obama and the other Bushes and Clinton, than she has in the entire year, year and a half in the White House. Huh. Oh, but uh, FYI, um, Arlie Armory played House's dad. That's House right. House MD. That's right. Wow. I can't. So yeah. So I don't. Nothing else jumps out of me. He was in Toy Story. I think he was a voice. Yeah, in Toy he was Story. the voice of the little green man, the, the sergeant, the little green men. Yes. Nothing's really magic. jumping out of me in terms of like you know, my my big fandom of him, but other than like I love I loved him in Saving Silverman. Yeah, Full Metal Jacket, of course, is his defining role. So, and to show my age, I saw that movie in the movie theater, Full Metal Jacket. Very good. <coughs> Which points out a couple things, um, my age, yeah. and also. Probably some substandard parenting on my father's part because he took me when I was like in seventh seventh grade. A little kind of intense. Uh, a little you know? bit. A little bit. Kind of intense. Wow. Really, Dad? <laughs> Woo. Full metal jacket. This was like uh was I like eighty five or something. In like that. A world of shit. Of shit. <laughs> sure what was hey, here's a little trivia question. What was his rifle's name? Uh, Gomer Pyle's rifle's name was... No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, Gomer Pyle, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I don't recall. Pyle, Private Pyle, Private Pyle. What was his rifle's name? I can't remember what he called his rifle. Sh- Charlene. Charlene, okay. Charlene. <laughs> Look it up. 
Uh, no, Look it I, up if I you believe, don't believe I me. Believe, I believe you. I mean, hey, you saw it when you were in seventh grade. That's going to stick with you forever. That is burned into my psyche. <laughs> Woo! That comes up every week at therapy. Surely. Um, so, uh, but uh, let's let's go to our, 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 our final... Oh, well, let's not skip over Vern Troyer. Uh, Mini-Me, who's, you know... Vern Troyer. Um, I honestly don't have a lot to say about him. I mean, obviously... Um, it it seems like they're hinting that he committed suicide. Really? If you if you if you read like the statement by his family, it seems like that they were it wasn't outright stated, but they were kind of dancing around it. Mm. But that's horrible because I mean, um, I can't imagine you know the life he led in terms of his his you know his physical condition, right? Right. right yeah. And he uh, he he clearly turned that into like fame right yeah but the fl- that fame is fleeting unfortunately so fame is fleeting yeah um just having to live i mean because also little people they have a lot of discomfort right because they're not just small but they're like they have a lot of health problems right yeah yeah so <laughs> a lot of pain and stuff exactly so i can't you know i can't imagine what that was like no. it's, a, but, it's uh you know it's you, know, you never want to see that no of course not of course not um, and uh, I don't have much to say about see. the DJ because I don't listen to that type of music. But yeah, I just knew that one song. Oh. That's way too too young. young. Yeah, way too, too young, young. Too young. So that's definitely tragic. Um, but I did want to touch because this is going to go into our tinfoil hat segment. Uh, we lost the great Art Bell this uh, last. Uh, or was that two? Weeks was he really? Yeah. Great. The great Art Bell. Was he great in your in your eyes? He was great in my eyes. There was many a nights where I was working midnight at the plant, and I would put on AM Coast to Coast with Art Bell or George Norrie, depending on who was running it that night. So, yeah, there's nothing better than working in a wastewater treatment plant and at 2.30 in the morning listening about UFOs and ghosts and Bigfoot and psychic phenomena and all that crazy stuff. Yes, Art Bell was great. He brought me lots of entertainment on many an overnight. And uh, could you say that he brought it closer to the mainstream? Oh, I would say so, absolutely. That's a very long-running show. Yeah. In I, terms of trying to trying to at least have a discussion, things yeah. that are Now for out, you for you out, kids out there, for you kids out there that don't know what AM radio is. AM radio uh, was a thing that existed before podcasts. Uh, hang where, on, hang where, on. Where but, but wait, wait, back it up. Back it up, Darren. Okay. For the kids out there who are not familiar with radio, with AM radio. How about just radio? With radio. <laughs> first, first, let's get a baseline here. <laughs> let's talk about what radio is, and then we'll dig into AM FM. Okay. Okay. okay gotcha. Gotcha. But uh, yes, AM radio was our podcast back then because it was always usually more talk centric, uh, political. Yeah. Uh, you get your religious channels or whatever. But but that. And was do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why? Off the top of your head, why that is? Uh, I think I knew at one time, but I don't recall. So tell us. Well, no, it's because AM radio is much lower quality audio than FM radio. Right. Okay. So music, FM, AM music. Is not that great as right. opposed to you know FM mu- radio music sounds good so that's why 
you tended to have, I, I guess there was, you know, AM music before there was FM, but then once FM came around, you know, um, AM was more talk, sports, um, like you said, religious, news, politics. As, I think it's, it's the technology. It's a reflection of the technology. Right. That's that because you don't want to listen to music on AM. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, but funnily enough, uh, it, it has a a further distance that it can go, so it covers a little bit more area. So, oh, it does. Yeah, AM. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. I did not. You'll, know you'll lose an FM station before you lose an AM station. So. You know what? I'm gonna give you a point for that. Hey, I officially cool. give. I give you a point for that. Well, thank you. Does that mean we're tied again? Therefore, we're. We're tied again, we're yes. In this eternal struggle between who's right and who's wrong. Yes. This podcast I'm will never impressed. end. However, there is a however. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to have some homework. And if I find out that AM signals do not travel farther than FM signals, then I'm going to have to revoke that point. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Do you agree to the terms? I agree to those terms. Okay. I don't know. We've never have to have another segment to... Uh, what about now, uh, revocation? Oh, just just to let you know, I just looked it up. Low frequencies, which is what you were talking about because of the sound quality, travel far- farther, mostly because they propagate along the surface of the Earth. High-frequency FM signals are basically line of sight. Under the right conditions, AM signals will bounce off of the atmosphere and can travel around the globe. Oh, there you go. So you already just looked it up. There you go. Right, because AM is typically kilohertz and yeah. FM is megahertz. There you go. So that, that's, that's why. All right, you, that's it. You get to keep the point. Hey, woohoo! All right, so go back to Art Bell. Yeah, so Art Bell was was our our ferryman into the journeys of the unknown in the middle of the night. Uh, everything from, like I said, UFOs to ghosts, the paranormal, psychics, even Bigfoot, anything that was weird and odd and and and. Something you would find a cheesy movie on the Sci-Fi Channel on, uh, something you would uh, get in a Time Life Mysteries of the Unknown book. A book, my kids, was something that was Sorry? made out of paper that you could read <laughs> words. When your FM radio ran out of batteries, exactly. But I know your AM radio. Yes. So, so <coughs> these were, this is this was what Art Bell did. He he brought uh, the, the the radio program AM Coast to Coast to life. Uh, Right in the middle of the night, every night. And uh, it would go from, like, 2 o'clock in the morning to, like, 5 a.m. And you would just get nothing but the weird and the unusual. And it was great. It was great. And, uh, you know, he he passed away. And I think we should pay tribute to him by calling, at least for this week, our tinfoil hat segment shall be called the Art Bell tinfoil hat segment. How about just now and forevermore? Is the Art Bell? I am okay with that. Saying. I did. I didn't want to commit you to that, but if you are okay with that, I say let us let it let us make it a perpetual memorial to Art Bell, the Art Bell tinfoil hat segment. I'm okay with that. Okay. Now, do you have something for the tinfoil hat segment? Well, do you? No, not really. Oh, okay. Oh, great. Okay, I have a quick one. I'm gonna. It could be a long one, but I think I'm gonna make it a quick one because I have a couple more things I want to mention. So, um, I want to talk very briefly about something called a stingray. You ever heard of a stingray? Is this like a manta ray with stingers in its tail? No, this is. I don't mean an actual stingray. I mean the nickname for a particular uh, technological device. Okay, so this is not a Corvette from the '70s. 
So it's not a Corvette from the 70s. Stingray is the nickname for a particular type of um, technological device that's used by law enforcement. That it's the easy way to describe it is it is a cell tower simulator. Okay. So you know how you have a thing called a cell phone, a smartphone, and it's talking to this thing called a, 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 a tower, right? That's how that's like we're on we're on cell phones right now, right? And we're talking a tower, that's what, that's a tower, what Rapunzel, Rapunzel. <laughs> exactly, the cell and cell phone is this. It's called a cell because you have a tower in every little box, every little like map. If you drew like grids on a map, and there'd be cells, and there's like one antenna, giant antenna, cell tower for. Every cell, right? So it's we're talking cellular. about that. so cellular. <laughs> so a, a stinger. What is so law enforcement uses these devices, um, these simulators to. Like, it's the modern version of like a wire, like not not really like a wiretap, but like you know t- technology always evolves. When when they had phones, and you know the gangster of the twenties, they had the, you know literally a wiretap was they they tapped into the wire to listen to conversations. And so like you know fast forward a hundred years or whatever, <laughs> so. In order to, like, track um, crooks, for the lack of a technical term, track crooks, track ne'er-do-wells in real time, basically you're looking for somebody, and so you're on one of these things, and also all the cell, f- so cell phones in the area, instead of connecting to the normal tower, will connect to this simulator. And then that's how the law enforcement... Um, basically finds who they're looking for, right? So instead of your cell phone talking to the normal tower, your cell phone talks to this tower, and like, and they're looking for your ID, and they can find you, they can track you, they can track your communications. And, um, again, so just like any... T- the technology itself is not evil. Okay. Right? It's just technology. Carlin used to do a bit about words. You know, words, there's no bad words. They're just words. Right. It's the context that, you know, you know that you use it in. Right, right. You know, launch. There's legitimate uses, right? Because law enforcement, they're tracking. Let's say they're trying to track terrorists or somebody. They're trying to track murderers on the loose, right? You say, well, you want them to have tools at their disposal because there's this mass murderer on the loose, or you know, I'm I'm being extreme, but like law enforcement should have tools, right, to track down the bad people. Of course. But with with some sort of oversight, right? Because we're supposed to live in an open society. It's like there's these things called search warrants, you know. Yes. Where they can't just barge in your house, the judge has to sign off on it. And right. uh, so the problem with these, I, I really don't want to get too much in this because, like, um, I'm trying to. There's like there's a postscript to the story, like the tinfoil hat po- portion of the story. But just it, just in a nutshell, there's been a lot of abuses in this area because law enforcement has tried to keep everything involved with this secret. Right. Like they sign non all these agencies sign non disclosures where they basically try to keep the use of these devices hidden, even from judges. Wow. So, so the point, it, it's extreme to the point that, like, there's plenty of cases where, like, um, if the defense, if, like, say somebody is, some criminal is, is is on trial, and the defense tries to find out how they track down the criminal, frequently the prosecution will either dismiss the case or, or strike a deal. That is how, that is how... <clears throat> I don't want to say desperate. That is how strong they want to keep this stuff secret. Jesus. So rather than reveal an open court that, the, well, we track the suspect down using one of these devices, right. they'll just dismiss the case. They want to keep it so secret. And so, again, that again, there's, it's, it, the problem is a lack of 
transparency and what's actually going on. And again, because, again, it's just and the other factor here is that with the tracking, it's not just the bad guy that they're tracking. Right. They're tracking. When everybody. you pretend, when you pretend to be a cell tower, you're sweeping up data on a lot of innocent people around you. Like in the Dark Knight, when. He had that thing that let him listen to everybody. Yeah, show. basically, just collecting data. Again, so still so under the umbrella of like the government is monitoring you, and then there's there's no oversight. Um, they're they're keeping secret through NDAs and dismissing cases, and um, so again, so there needs to be a little balance here. Again, keeping it hidden from the judges, they're sort of mis um, misleading judges in terms of getting a. Um, a warrant like they tell a judge we'll need a warrant but they're actually not saying that they're going to use one of these things <laughs> so they get they get a warrant by like you know not disclosing full information to the judge i mean that's really bad so like basically hiding things from the court process. yeah basically no okay and you know so like and again i'm not against it because because maybe they've been tracking down some some terrorists with this technology right. or murders or something so you know it's a little bit more over so a little bit more openness but um I'm not, you know, you can't just blanketly say, "Well, it's bad," right? Because right? it's just a technology that should have a little bit of oversight. And I thought that's what a judge was supposed to do, right? Right. A judge hears about this and then he says, "Well, yeah, you can have a warrant to do this," right? Exactly. Just some oversight. Exactly. Yeah. But if they're and, omitting key details, then that judge is to not the judge exactly. itself, and they're hiding it from. They would rather plead out a case than to actually yeah, have it go that's to trial and then have it revealed and open. And this is actually this goes on in Florida. This has been going on big time in Baltimore. Okay, so for, okay, so I've given everybody a background. Um, here's the tinfoil hat part: is that there was a story a week or two ago. It was in. This is like beyond tinfoil hat. This is just mainstream news. There was a story. No, no, it was a bulletin put out by the government. It was put out by DHS, I think, that said essentially in the Washington D.C. areas, unknown. A unknown um, is agents the correct term? Un unknown people are using these things, and it's not the government. Meaning, there's non-government people using these things. So is this like you know, private like spies for or spies or yeah, or, or exa exactly that. This is no longer tinfoil hat because this was actually a bulletin put out by DHS. Is this like a four hundred pound man in his bedroom? Maybe exactly. It's some. <laughs> 400 pound guy in his basement who's actually using these so we don't know they don't know who is using this technology but it's not the quote good guys wow <laughs> unknown agents unknown part sorry unknown parties are using these things lovely in in and around washington dc that's great that's great good stuff good stuff so <laughs> so does that is that tinfoil hat that's fucking scary is what it is. <laughs> well, I don't know about tinfoil one hat. That's just flat out scary. Maybe this is why uh, the feds didn't want this stuff to get out. You know? <laughs> because then all the rush, the people inside the you know the embassies or whatever, the spies in the embassies. That is, uh, that is not a uh, tinfoil hat, but that's definitely uh, news of the weird. Uh, or, uh, and as Smallville's Chloe would say, "The wall, of the weird." <laughs> Smallville's Hang Chloe. On, was that the, I'm, I'm sorry. Was that who played Smallville's Chloe? Her name was Allison Mack. Oh, it's funny that you should mention that because she just got arrested for sex trafficking. Yes, she did. Yes, she got involved in a cult, 
And the leader wow. of this said cult, who was charged the week before, apparently brought her in and then set her up as one of his masters. And her job wow. was to find other women and bring them to, to him to train and to condition these women to be subservient to him. So, yeah. Wow. Really kinky stuff. That, that is some tinfoil hat stuff right there. I, I, wow, man, like, how, how does a guy be so charming that it's, it's like, he, he convinces people to just, like, ditch their lives and serve him. Man, that just he, not only convinced a charming people, guy. He convinced a Hollywood actress. I mean, uh, you would say, potentially, a, a, a woman that could pretty much choose what she wanted to do. I mean, I, I, she's a pretty girl. She wasn't the most gorgeous girl, but she was a pretty girl. She had money. She had working gigs. She had done Smallville. She had done Wilfred. Uh, I think there was something else she was doing or had done. And, wow. And, yeah. She th- threw it all away to be with this guy. So, hey. Uh, really what, twisted what people was, out there. What was so great about this guy? That's what I want to know. Like, Is there is there like this one secret ingredient to every cult leader that we haven't heard of it's you know it, it turns out that uh they all have a, like a little mole below their left shoulder blade and that's the secret to being a good cult leader like what what is it i i think i think what these people have is an ability to know what is broken in other people what what weaknesses they have what deficiencies they have as individuals and learn how to exploit that I think that's what these people are really good at. It's not that they're... Their insecurities. Yeah, it's not that they're more handsome or more charming and charismatic or anything like that than, than, than other people. It's the... No, no, I disagree. They're charismatic as hell. They're charismatic to an extent. But like I said, we, we, we kind of, we've kind of went over this before. Trump is not the same type of charismatic as Obama is. You know, Obama's a very eloquent man, very, very charming man. Trump is just kind of, you know, in your face and and, and, and stern and very straight. You think to the he's point. charismatic? Well, there's got to be a certain charisma when you've got the legion of followers that he's got. I think it it has to do with the honesty and just people loved love the stripping away of like the normal. The veneer of like a normal politician, like well, normal politicians, they speak a certain way and they use these words and they don't use that word. As opposed to like, he sounds like an average guy. It was like he's not afraid to use bad language and be politically incorrect. I don't think that's charisma. That's just. But he's not tired. He's tired not, of the bullshit. He's one of the most dishonest people that's ever run for office and ever held office. That's the funny thing. He's caught in lie after lie, that's, that, and it, they that's just saying excuse a lot. it. They just excuse it. And he's caught did you see the one where? Did you see the one where uh, the he, they he supposedly lied his way onto the Forbes 100 yeah. list? You hear about yeah. that one? Yeah, exactly. People are constantly yeah. saying over and over that he's a liar, and people know he's a liar, and they still follow him. And that's because he's able to address certain fears, certain weaknesses that they have inside them, and he's able to find those weaknesses and those fears and exploit them. That's what it's all about. It's not, they can say it's, oh, because he spoke plainly, but that's not it. They're, 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 that, if it was just the fact that he spoke plainly, then I think most people would be off his bandwagon 
so quickly, uh, you know, they, they would have left by now. It, it's, it's got to be beyond that. It has to be beyond that. He, he not only has, you know, followers, his followers are going to follow him to the ends of the earth. There is about 30 to 35% of this country that will follow that man no matter what. They will pick up arms to defend that man. And that's not because he's a plain speaker. It's because he's found a way to exploit their fears of being left behind, their fears of having their way of life changed by foreigners, yes, brown by, people. by leftists, by socialists, whatever. He's, he's started to pick up those fears, and he has exploited them like nobody else has. And to me, yes, that is a certain type of charisma. That is the same type of strategy that this sex guy used on on Allison Mack and all the other victims. It's the same. Man. The ability to know what makes the other person weak, what makes that other person afraid, where where they're what what where they lack confidence. And exploit those areas for your own personal gain. So what else? What else you want to talk well, about? Uh, do you uh, have anything else? We're kind of closing in on our I got, our time. No, I mean I got tons. I got tons more stuff. So we could stretch out another another ten minutes. I got a couple more things maybe, and then I actually even have a, I I even have something for rapid fire. But I, so maybe let me throw in a story. It's been a while since we have a story, and this is um, this is. Not an epic story, it's but it's not a rapid fire story. It's like a little story. It's a medium story. Would you like a medium wrap things up with a medium story? Yes, that would that would be lovely. Okay. Um so my house is trying to kill me. <laughs> this should have been in the tinfoil hat segment. <laughs> um so I have a house, it has a fireplace. And I guess we we bought the house in like in the f- the summer or fall something like that, so like normally when you do a home inspection you go over oh you turn on the fire it's one, a gas okay it's a gas fireplace let me spell it out for you it's a gas fireplace you flip the switch it comes on right yeah, of course. you do the home inspection oh look it turns on it turns okay it turns off right and then but then like when the winter rolls around it got a little bit chilly by the way if you live in a townhouse trying to um trying to um control the temperature of the different levels is impossible because you have three different levels it always hot upstairs and cold down below so it's like it's impossible to try and keep um environmental regulation is really difficult right right? you turn the heat up to try to um make the the middle level livable it's like an oven upstairs or whatever anyway so so you know usually a little chilly on the middle level okay well let me turn on the fireplace i'm sitting there (coughs) sitting by the couch I was sitting on the couch next to the fireplace. And the gas fireplace. Oh, I'm enjoying it. It's so lovely and warm. And my wife is like, do you smell gas? And I'm like, no, I don't really smell gas. I don't have the most sensitive sense of smell. It's been established. I don't have the most sensitive sense of smell. I'm like, do you smell the cat that just destroyed the litter box? No, no, I don't smell anything. You know? I don't smell them. <laughs> but, uh, so she's like, no, really, I smell gas. I'm like, no, there's, I don't smell any gas. There's nothing here, right? And then I think her sister was in town. So the sister comes home. My sister walks in. She's like, "Oh my god, do you smell gas?" I'm like, "What?" No. She's like, "No, really, I smell gas." I'm like, so then there was like full on panic. Like, "Oh my god, there's a gas leak. The ga- the fireplace is leaking. Evacuate the house. Get the kid. Evacuate the house. Open up all the windows." I'm like, "Come on, aren't you exaggerating a little bit?" 
Like, fine. So when you have a, a gas company, they don't charge you. You just call like their emergency number, and they'll just show up with a truck and like test for gas. Okay. Like if you know, like it's like. If you smell gas, call our emergency number. We'll be there. We'll be there in five minutes. Okay. If you want to get like work done, I have an, I have a pipe in front that's been a rusty gas pipe. I'm trying to get into paint for like two years now. Jesus. But and they won't. They'll just tell me to fuck off. But if I tell them I smell gas in the house, they're there before I hang the phone. Up. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, I think I have a gas. Wait, hold on a second. There's somebody at the door. Just one second. Oh, it's you already. Cool. <laughs> No, they're really good. I'll give them, you know, you know, props, to, you know, congratulations, you know, um, acknowledgement when they are good as well as well as when they're bad. <laughs> anyway, so I called to come out. The guy he tested, he's like, "Yeah, there's a gas leak in your fireplace." <laughs> Shit. I was I, I I was more I was more distraught over having to deal with my wife over the situation than the actual threat of my house blowing up. In fact, you were thinking of yeah. lighting a match at one point just to fucking end it. Oh my god! <coughs> All right, yeah. I'm I'm sorry. Ga- gas leaks. Don't say I told you so. They just go. Yeah. I swear to God, you nag me one more time, I'm gonna burn Troyer us. Oh my god! No, no. Oh god! Too soon. Too, too soon, soon. Too soon. Sorry. sorry. Too, soon. too soon. No, no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna VC us. Oh, I, I guess I guess I didn't mention that part. <laughs> Um, there's, there's hints and rumors about him. You know what? No, I'm going to, I'm going to bring it up. We're not going to make light of suicide. That is, we're a comedy show, but we're not going to make light of suicide. Okay. We, we shall not make light of suicide. No, we're not. Except the fact we're that not we just both did, but. No. Yes. But, well, you, you started it. You did oh, it first. Oh, I started it. What? Yeah. If, if I jumped off a bridge, would you do it as well? Um, uh, well, did you jump off a bridge or did I push you and then just say that you jumped off a bridge? So no, I would probably not. Uh, also, again, how tall is the bridge? People often say, "Well, if you jumped over," but like maybe it's like bridge. It's like just over a little stream. It's a little creek, a little creek. and you jump off it. Oh, it's two foot. It's, it's a two foot those, high. One bridge. of those little bridges in the polishing pond that you see in like the home and garden center. You know. <laughs> also, what if it's a railroad bridge over? Over a, like a, a lake, and there's a train coming. What is this fucking stand there's... by me? <laughs> exactly. The po- well, the point. No, let me. Listen, you're not up that high, but you're like it's a little railroad bridge, and you're not gonna die if you jump into the water. It's like, well, if he jumped off a bridge, it was like, well, why is he jumping off the bridge? What if it's a balsa wood bridge like we built in high school? Why are you jumping off of it? Though? Why are you standing on it in the first place? I want to see how much it can hold. That's the whole point of a Don't... balsa wood bridge. <laughs> Get off the goddamn bridge! It's not meant to hold a person. Yeah. <laughs> My point is, I might actually point? jump off a bridge. We, yes. we had a point. No, not not right. The point is, the point is, stop we making fun, make of sui- fun of suicide. That was our point. See, I think the point here is that you're really insensitive because last week you were making fun of little people using the M word. And now you're making fun of suicide. At the same time, though, you're making fun of a little person. I I never once called Vern Troyer a uh, gidget. Oh God. My point is though is it's, you seem to have a problem. You seem to have a problem with little people because now you're making fun of a little person's suicide. Darren, I think maybe you need to address this with a professional. As long as it's not a little person, we'll be good. <laughs> 
sorry. Go in there, little person. I'm fucking out of that bitch. I'm sorry. <coughs> Holy shit. That was beautiful timing. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, we're gonna get letters. Oh, uh, no, we're not. No one's listening. <sighs> We've been trying to get letters. We've been offering free shit to get letters. Hey, you know what? I tell you what. If you write and you want to castigate me for for for, <laughs> for Troyer jokes and uh, insensitive little people material, I will still send the box of shit to you. I promise. <laughs> you will still be listener right. prime, even That's if you don't Darren want to Ted. be. <clears throat> Darren and Ted at gmail.com. D a r i n a n d t e d at gmail.com. <laughs> well, you want to throw out a phrase that pays now? Oh, a phrase that pays. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have to email us with the phrase of pays to get the I box guess, of shit. Listen I guess to this. it shouldn't be Vern Troyer. <laughs> Probably not. Um, no, let, let, let's do a rapid fire first, and then that'll give me a chance to think. Okay, okay, okay. Let me finish. You know, I'm not finished with my story. Oh, I'm sorry. Go, please go for it. Oh no, that was part one of three. Anyways, my house is trying to kill me. Gas leak. Uh, you made some joke about suicide, and then so. We turned okay, so we haven't yet fixed the gas fireplace because it's expensive, and uh, so we went to Plan B. So we turned, you know, you turn off the gas at like the the source for the fireplace. Like, well, so winter rolls around, space heater gets still cold, still the same amount of cold in that room. Get cold, so we'll use a space heater. Figure so actually fairly near the fireplace, there is an outlet. There, and uh, so I plug a lovely space heater into it, and it's, you know keep them the middle level about as warm as a fireplace. Lovely, right? And then I didn't really think of anything of it, but like at some point I was using the space heater, and my wife's like, "Do you smell something burning?" And I'm like, "No, nah, I don't smell anything burning." But as an aside, do you, do you notice the sort of pattern here, where my wife smells something, and I go like, "Nah, <laughs> you're magic thing." And it turns out, I found out a couple of days ago, that in fact was something burning. Because I noticed that there were some burn marks on the outlet. Oh. And I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. What caused that? And then a couple of days later... Actually, okay, so I saw them. I didn't realize they were burn marks. I saw a discoloration on the outlet. And I'm like, well, what is that? Because it didn't really look like a burn mark. It was discoloration. I'm like, well, that's interesting. And... Um, I said, well, I better unplug the space heater. I don't know what that is. And then I, was, I happened to be looking at the cord, the plug of the space heater, and realized there was actually burn, burn marks and, like, melted plastic on the end of the, the plug. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And so I sort of put two and two together, because I'm an idiot, and realized that there was some sort of burning going on at the outlet, and it was burning, like, discoloring the outlet, and it was um, actually charring the end of, the, the, like, the plug to the space heater. And I'm like, then I'm freaking out, trying to figure out, is there faulty wiring... Mm-hmm. Is my house gonna burn down? Do a lot of internet googling, and I realized so. And I and and I put two into I put two and two together again. Realized that it was a so a loose plug. If you have a loose plug, if you plug plug in. This is, by the way, this is our um, fire prevention segment. Okay. This is actually important. We have a couple of these here. This is actually very important. Loose plug where you plug something into an outlet and it's loose. It's not solid. It's very bad. That can cause a fire. Did you know that? I did not know that. So it's good that we have it. The reason why is because if you have something plugged in that's loose, and something gets in, you can get in contact. No, no, no. Just there can be arcing. Okay. 
in the air between there can be uh, electrical arcing between the plug and the outlet if it's loose. Gotcha. And so that's what was happening. It was arcing, and also it was, this is a space heater, so it's drawing a lot of current. Gotcha. This is a, a fifteen hundred watts. I don't know how many amps. Right. Fifteen hundred watts. So loose plug plus space heater equals bad news. So it started to like arc and it um, melted the plug a little bit. Okay. And discolored it. And so then I freaked out. I was like, okay, so then I, I took out the plug, turned off the breaker, of course, pulled out the plug just to make sure there wasn't any... Because it, like, it could have been melted in the back. Right, right. Turns out it was not melted in the back. So it was just what I saw, at least on the outside. Okay. So it wasn't too bad, right? So it's, okay, so the, the, the moral of the story here is that we're not going to use the outlet. We're going to have to replace the outlet very soon. Um, but do you see the other theme here? Is that every time I try to heat my middle level, my house tries to kill me. <laughs> First, I try to use the fireplace, and then there's a gas leak. Okay, well, I better use the space heater. Then I try to use the plug, and then it's a loose plug, and it starts to arc and starts to melt my space heater. So, I mean, I can only imagine, like, if I try to heat it another way, there's going to be some horrible results. So the only thing I think of is, like, the safest thing I could possibly do would be, like, just get a bunch of candles, <laughs> set out a bunch of really tall, thin candles in the living room, right next to the open window where there's, like, a draft blowing. And that is the recommended method of heating my middle level. What do you think? I think you'd be better off with a hurricane lamp filled with kerosene. I think that's... <laughs> I think that's going to give you a, 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 a bigger heat source, so... Yeah, so, so in the final segment, uh, the final part of the story is since we're talking about fire safety, that's it, it's only appropriate that um, on Sunday, the Sunday right before we did that, remember I said we were visiting friends down near DC. Uh huh. The reason why it was their kids, it was their kids' birthday party, and the birthday party was at a fire station. Oh. So apparently, I didn't know this. I don't know if this is just like a. A northern thing, or whatever, but like you can like rent out the meeting hall at a fire station for like a kid's birthday party, and like because you get the whole you get the right because kids love firefighters, and you get like they gave us a tour of the firehouse, they give us a, you know, like the, the the engines and the inside, you know, the ops room and the kitchen, you know, etc. So we got a little tour of the fire station. Oh, that's nice. And um, what else? So there was the only key things here was a did you meet any cute um, firemen? Um, I mean, he was a little old. Oh. You know, maybe he was a little bit. He, I, I, okay, so, um, the guy doing the demo was like, the one part of the demo was he was t putting on. He's like, okay, this is what you have to put on when you get ready for a fire, and he's putting on all his equipment. Right, went went from like no fire equipment to like the everything, everything that he's wearing. Right, the hat, the tank this or that the boots whatever right and showing you how like like every piece that you have to put on and the, so that was interesting just all the gear he has to put on and then i was asking some of that i'll get to that later but like i was talking to another guy about how like how long does he actually have to put on it's like two minutes the rule is you have to put on all that gear in two minutes i was really <laughs> impressed i mean they have a lot of practice like it's a lot of gear it was like 15 pieces of gear and really like heavy right heavy gear but this guy was like probably in his 50s um doing the demo and then and then he was like and he was this was a kid right he's doing this demo to a bunch of kids sitting in front of him and he's like remember kids if you're in a house and there's a guy dressed like this you, you don't hide you run to him 
there's a fire a fireman in your house. You don't be scared. He's like, and he was, he was great. He was like, remember, like, I'm not scary, right? He's like, as he was going along, he started out not wearing any of the gear. He's like, I'm not scary, right? And then he slowly put on gear. He's like, I'm still, right? I'm not scary, right? And then he's like, well, he's like, still not scary, right? He's like, look, if you see somebody in your house dressed like this, run to him. Don't run away from him. And he's like, and then if you run to him, you stay low. You crawl to them. Because remember, the good air is low and the bad air is high. And I'm like, I completely forgot that. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I really enjoyed this fire lesson. Because, like, I would have totally fucking bit the dust in my house. Crawl. Crawl. To the escape, Remember, yes. stop, drop, and roll, dick, roll. Yes, but that's that's if you're on fire. That's not if your house is on fire. Am I supposed to, like, try to roll my house? I don't know. Yeah, I roll out of the house. No, like, let's say I'm driving an RV, so, like, my house is... I would technically be able to, like, roll my house at that point, right? <laughs> but, anyway, so I'm like, this is good. Like, I was paying attention. I was glad I was paying attention. Bottom line, run to the firefighter and do crawl, crawl, stay low, stay low. Okay, so, okay, so the last part of the story is, like I said, later on I was talking to him, like, there was another guy. There was a bunch of people who were in the meeting room, and, you know, it was pizza and cake and a great, you know, kid's birthday party. And, um... There was another guy, he was an older guy, he was probably in his 60s, could have possibly been in his 70s, another firefighter, and um, I started talking to him, because I was interested, I was like, let me ask you this, so how long, you know, I got asked, how long are you, do you have to put on that equipment? He's like, well, two minutes, and he started talking. It was an interesting conversation, because I kind of, you know, I have a lot of questions, and I, I'm always looking for material, I'm always looking to learn about things, right. right? That's why, like, I read the news and come up with, like, weird shit about, to, to talk about on the podcast, I'm always up with these questions, well, like, my god, how much time do they give you to put all that stuff? But then, like, and the conversation kept going on and on and on, it was a great conversation, because this guy had, had really lived a life. He had, like, been in the military, and he was a firefighter, and he like worked at some college. He he said he did like the heating and the HVAC. He he was like a repairman for the HVAC on some university campus or something. And he had like great great you know, ten great grandchildren and all these grandchildren. It's like he lived led a full life, right? We're having this conversation, but at some point, it there was a, there was a couple things that sort of struck my attention. It's like it's it like. I don't know how I got into a political conversation, but like out of like because it was in the current events, right? Like he 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 desperately wanted to show me the news. The news of the day was it was a, uh, I think it was the Waffle House shooting. Oh wow! I think it was it was this was it this Sunday was the Waffle I House shooting. So, yes. So suddenly, like he wanted to talk to someone about the Waffle House shooting, and then from out of nowhere, he like started to talk about like, well, here's my theory about all the, why these shootings are happening and he went straight to the two things that everybody goes to that they're generally wrong about violent it's the it's violence on in the media of violence on tv uh-huh. and video games video games of course Vi- and video and i was trying to gently i was being very polite try to gently say like to count like counter like point counter like he's like well you say it's all the violence in the movies but there's been violence in movies since there's been movies like think about the cowboy movies the crime movies you know, there's been murder and violence in the movies since there's been movies, right? And he kind of conceded that. And he's like, and he was talking about how his grandkid or whatever plays video games, plays Call of Duty, whatever. He's like, he plays this war game, and you know that's part of. It. I'm like, but and I, I didn't want to push the issue, but I was like, there, there's been studies that have done this. Is basically that there's no correlation between violent video Japan, games. Japan and, spends about two to three times the amount on video games than Americans do. 
take a look at their violent crime rate. Well, they, they don't have guns, do they? Oh, they have knives, they have other things. I mean, if it's just a urge for violence, you can commit violence in other ways. And they do. There's Every once in a while, there's mass stabbings. That's mainly in China. That's, also, that's big in China. obviously, the horrible, we had that horrible thing in Toronto, right? Yeah, With the, yeah. Now it's but, just mowing people down Japan, with cars, Japan, which is horrible. It is not a very violent country. And Sorry, you're dropping out. I can't hear I you. I said Japan is not a very violent country. And they spend two to three times the amount on video games, and they play the same video games that we do. I think it's because they got out of their system around 70 years ago or so. Oh, that's it? Then what's our excuse? We've been fighting ever since. 80 years. So <laughs> 80 years. I think that they really got it out of their system. <laughs> um, but, uh, and so anyway, so this conversation, not this conversation, my conversation with the firefighter right. guy, was kind of dragging on, and it came to the point where it was like, I was trying to get out of the conversation, but I didn't quite know how. <laughs> So how'd you do it? And so, so finally I got out of the conversation, but like he said something, he's like, he's, he, he, he mentioned something about how like, man, I can't believe you guys got so many, there's only like 10 kids and there's 20 pizzas. And it was like, I was like, well, you forget about the adults too. And then like, so I said, speaking of which, I think I'm going to grab a piece right now. <laughs> Boom. There's there man. I was like, so I was like, cause this was a very nice guy. Yeah. But I was like, I'm looking for my out. It could have been worse. I guess you could have been talking about the Waffle House thing and he goes, you know why I think it's so bad? Why? It's the Jews. And if you could have said that, <laughs> that would have been Checkpoint. much worse. Because <laughs> that seems to be uh, a very popular reason to blame these days, too. The Jews. It's the Jews. Wait, well, who drafted uh, Josh Rosen? Uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals, so there you go. So if you're a Cardinals fan, every time they fuck something, these goddamn Jews. <laughs> yeah, Jews are ruining football. I'll give you that. I'll give you a pass. I'll give all you white supremacists a pass. Uh, and this is my last thing. This is my last, actually, um, my absolute last thing. Do you want to transition? Do you want to do this for Rapid Fire Funny? So I've covered everything, and since we're talking about white supremacists, I have a little something for Rapid Fire Funny. Okay, Rapid Fire uh, Funny. So let's wrap things up. We're about an hour and a half or so in. Once I edit out all the fucking cat howling and the coughing and the whatever, it'll be like 20-minute podcast. <laughs> no, this is going to be one but, of our uh, longer ones. This is... <laughs> Well, that's okay. That's, that's all right. But uh, there's so much stuff. But um, before we get into rapid fire funny, you want to wrap stuff up? You want to talk about? Uh, do we did we give the phrase that pays? We did not give the phrase that pays. Uh, and I think the uh, phrase that pays this week is going to be fatigued olfactory senses. <laughs> Fatigued olfactory? Yes, fatigue olfactory senses. Since you can't seem to smell anything in your house, fatigued olfactory senses. Okay, or just fatigued olfactory. 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 Does it have to be that full phrase? Yes. It's just that's just this, a mouthful. That's a nose. That's a noseful right is, there. This fatigued this olfactory. This box is getting big. You know what? You guys, come on. There's a lot of right, groups. so we should we should definitely make it harder for them, and, then, and if you misspell it, it doesn't count, right? We should definitely make it harder for people to be be the listener prime, right? No, they they can misspell it. I'm not. I'm not come uh, on, come on, you can do better than that. You don't like fatigued olfactory senses? No, that's too that's too busy right there. That's, that's too just busy. too busy. That's too busy. Yeah, so busy. It's so busy. Uh, 
Okay. Um, uh, really killer, killer fireplace. I don't know. Can't okay, here we go. I'll make it simple. Wait a minute, Arky. Something to do with loose elect. Let's let's sort of incorporate safety. So if they if they use the phrase of pays, they're actually learning something about fire safety. Stay low. The good air is low. Something like that. Roll dick roll. How about roll dick roll? Roll dick roll. Roll dick roll. There you go. Crazy pays is roll dick roll. Old that was an old old Dick Cavett commercial for if you're on fire, stop dropping roll dick roll. Yes, yes. What did I say? Dick Cavett. Oh, sorry. You're right. You're right. Dick Van Dyke. My bad. Roll dick roll is our phrase of pays. Just whatever. Send the phrase of pays. Darren at gmail.com. And whatever you're a grand, you become a grand pooba. Yeah, and uh, this week we'll throw in, um, I'll throw in a football-related item, a mini football or something, since we spent a good time talking about the Dolphins. So mini football. Yeah. What about like some sort of some sort of uh, Jew quarterback football? Card there, or something? there you go. Like, like a can you find a like Josh a cheap Theismann? I'll or... see if I can find a Josh Rosen rookie card and throw that shit in. Oh, there, there you go. go. Boom. 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 There, there you go. go. There you go. So that that will go in. Uh, so that's it. And then so, uh, a, a little look, rapid fire. You got little rapid fire before do you. Or do, do you have do something? House, do you have something? I do have something. Do, or do you want to do the little housekeeping before we do rapid fire? What's the housekeeping? You know, catch us on Castbox, Stitcher, uh, everywhere. Pod, everywhere. We're on Podbean spots, this yeah. week. We just joined Podbean. That's that new. You're new. right. We are on um, I think that's new. That is new. So. And also, we resolved our, um, at least our logo issues on on iTunes. So we're so you, on, we, we're com- we are completely on iTunes now. We're not iTunes adjacent. A, we are completely on iTunes. As a news podcast. As a nude podcast. So now, if you're an iTunes listener. No, 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 no. Not a nude podcast. A news a podcast. News, a news podcast. Yes. What if it's a nude news podcast? We could be nude. Very, we could be nude. The no. listener does not know. So. But I'm chilly enough as it is, and I'm like, I'm wearing like th- two layers and wool socks right now. But if you are listening to us on <laughs> iTunes, uh, apparently this is a thing. I don't have an Apple product, so give us a rating. <laughs> give us a, a rating, and, and, and apparently that bumps us <sighs> up the charts. So rate us, rate us high, please, or rate us appropriately. You don't have to have an Apple product to be in, to get iTunes. I don't have an Apple product. I have a Windows PC, and I have iTunes. They have iTunes for Windows. I'm not going to listen to the podcast on my computer. It's going to be on my phone, and I have an Android. But I'm okay. But I'm just saying, there's ways to get iTunes okay. on your PC. That's great. I don't. But for I, Android, there's I never Cast, use my PC. Castbox and Google Play and Stitcher and Podbean and TuneIn and did I did I miss anything? Uh, 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 I don't think so. I think we got everything. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I said Google Play. That's Google. Google Play I meant to say Google Play Music. That is completely different yes, than Google yes, Play. We've gone over that. Completely different. We've got we've gone over that ad nauseum. So we, we, we can go with that now. So. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Okay. Anyway, so we're everywhere, and uh, obviously we're at what about now pod on Facebook and Twitter. And Twitter. I, yes. You've been. I've been tweeting. Uh, and have you been tweeting? I've been tweeting. Uh, I have not been tweeting. You still haven't given me the password. <laughs> I don't want to hear your excuses. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, you can also but, reach uh, us at, uh, uh, email us, Darren and Ted, D-A-R-I-N and Ted, at gmail. Um, dot com. Do I really have to put the dot com with gmail? Yes. yes. Is there a gmail.net? 
Is there a gmail.org? Is there a gmail.gov? There might be, but it probably I would say probably redirects to gmail.com. Okay, then I bet I bet you there put is. gmail dot whatever the fuck you want, it'll end up at gmail.com. So don't you worry. I'm not about sure it. that the email would go through though. I'm not sure that if you emailed Darren at gmail.net it would actually go through. Sounds like a little homework. Darren, you're gonna send me I'm gonna send you an, an email, email from gmail.gov. I'm going with gmail.gov. <laughs> you're gonna email me from your personal account you to Darren at gmail.gov and let's just see what happens. Okay. And then I'm gonna get really excited that we have an email. But like, oh, it's just you. <laughs> all right, so that pretty much covers everything. And then um, let's close it out with a little right. rapid fire funny. Go. Uh, there is a Spanish potato farmer that looks like Donald Trump, and the best part is it's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> She, her name is, let me, I, I pulled it up here. Her name is Dolores Lace Antello, and she lives in Spain. She's a simple potato farmer, and <laughs> I'll be damned if this woman does not look like Donald Trump. Hold on a second. Are there anything other than simple potato farmers? Are there complicated potato farmers? I'm sure there's corporate potato farmers, you know. Those people at Arida, man, they don't fuck around. <laughs> Okay, so, yeah. You don't want to mess with big... Don't fuck with big don't potato. Don't fuck with big potato. So, <laughs> But yes, this woman, is, she's, I think, 64. She lives in Spain, and she looks like damn like Donald Trump, the President of the United States, which to me is fucking hilarious. That's my rapid-fire funny. <laughs> nice. So I got a rapid-fire funny. Um... So I, I mentioned earlier that I mentioned something about white supremacists I was going to talk about. So have you heard, this is an old story, but the idea that um, white supremacists go onto sites like 23andMe or Antrustreet.com, they, they do genetic tests and they find out they're not as white as they think they are? I've heard that, yes. You've heard? So they do, all oh, right, I'm super white, and they go on and they realize, oh, Wow, it turns out I'm like, you know, 10th black. Or Oops. they have Jewish ancestry or something like that. Yes, yes. they get very upset. become very self-hating. And, uh, okay, so today, or yeah, I think it was today, I found out another hilarious side effect of these DNA testing websites. So have you heard of uh, all the stuff in the news about the Golden State serial killer? I've heard this, but yes, go ahead. They just busted him yesterday or the day before. Yes. This guy, he's the horrible, horrible serial killer, has been. Um, he he was killing people. He start. He's been on the loose for forty years, and he was killing from seventy six to eighty six, or at least that's the ones they know about. Right. Killing from seventy six to eighty six, like kill a dozen people, raping fifty women. You know this horrible guy, and they finally busted the Golden State Killer, which is awesome, right? And then it came out today how they got him, that they used one of these sites so i was wondering it's like well how did they finally track this guy down because they didn't have a name well of course they had dna right because like all these serial killers that committed their crimes in the 70s and 80s they didn't have to worry about dna evidence they were leaving their dna right. if you know what i mean Everywhere. they were leaving their dna all over the place he wasn't leaving fingerprints but he was leaving dna and so what they apparently did was they compared the dna at these crime scenes to dna on one, I don't know which one. They, nobody's admitted yeah. to one of these genetic websites like Ancestry.com or 23. I'm not, I'm not saying it's those. I'm just saying, for example, exactly. they use 
I'm just going to, for the sake of the conversation, I'll just say AndrewSister.com, even though we don't yeah, know that that's right. it. Allegedly. I'm not, again, no, I'm just using this for shorthand. Yes. So they use something like Ancestry.com, the DNA profile, compare the DNA on that, that site to the DNA of the crime scene to get, to narrow it down and ultimately find a match mm-hmm. for this person. Yep. So it's another incredibly hilarious side effect. So this is, so not like, I, I think this is like the new tagline to the site. It's like, not only do we, you know, not only do we out skinheads as being a quarter black, but we help you find out that your cousin's a serial killer. <laughs> because they were matching his relatives. Yeah. They weren't matching him. They clearly, it was yeah. somebody related to him that went on there and they matched that relative's DNA to find yep. him. That was it. Well, look, cousin, turns out cousin Bobby's the Golden State Killer. <laughs> Actually, I can't remember what the guy's name is. I'm not even going to say his name. Fuck him. But I can't remember yeah. what his name is. No, I, it was, I, I did see that. I thought that was uh, fantastic and scary all at the same time. So. Wow, <laughs> just the the uh, the uh, the awesome uses of like sites like ancestry.com, yes. but but it wasn't ancestry.com allegedly. Or yeah, could been could been. It was one of those DNA tests. One of those sites. sites. Yes. Not none of them will fess up, so. because like they're basically giving their database over to yeah, law enforcement. Exactly. <laughs> so, again, could be a violation of due process, but hey, so <laughs> privacy violation exactly. of privacy. But, uh, I mean, they don't want to come in. Basically, anything, that's the thing that's coming out according to the terms of service. Anything that you're submitting to these sites is fair game right. for everybody. Exactly. Everybody's looking that's at it. That's it. But anyway, so that's, that's my rapid fire funny. <laughs> Look, Cousin Bobby's a serial killer. Hey. Hey, and, it's, and it says I'm a quarter black. Well, the boys in the clan are going to be really <laughs> upset to hear that. Oh, that, that story does remind me of that uh, Dave Chappelle sketch where he's the blind KKK leader. <laughs> exactly. So, on that note, I uh, think that should right. uh, end another fine episode. Um, uh, let's just quick before we forget our sponsors or pretend. What, who are uh, some of our pretend sponsors? Publix Lemonade, Tropical Lemonade. It's refreshing. Uh, was it uh, Coast to Coast with Art AM Bell? Coast to Coast with Art Bell. Absolutely. Um, the Austin Powers movies. Right, right. Um, Antrustry.com. <laughs> and 23andMe. I'll just I'll say a bunch of them. So the Baltimore Fire Department. It wasn't Baltimore. It was. I'm not going to say the name okay. of it, but it was some fire department near D.C. Gotcha. This anonymous fire department. Okay. Um, the Miami Sting Dolphins. <laughs> Stingrays. Oh, just... <laughs> Miami. What's his name? Um, um, Josh Rosen. The, no, no, the, the actual guy they drafted. Oh, Micah Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald yes. by Mr. Fitzgerald. Yeah. Uh, of course, Hazelnut, Starbucks, Double Shine Energy, and the what's left of your Brookside Mango. I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? What's left of your Brookside Mango. <laughs> I think that's it. It's probably a bunch. Of, um, uh. Um, beloved TV dad slash rapists and Jello pudding pops. Uh, I, hey, they're they're looking for new sponsors. Hey, we're hey, there. You go. Look, <laughs> yes, yes, Jello pudding pops. I just want to get it out. Get it out there. Yeah. We clearly want to rebrand. We want to rebrand 
Jello pudding pops. We so may say inappropriate what? things, but we don't rape. We do not rape. Do not. We make that's a guarantee. <laughs> that's an absolute guarantee. We do not rape. I can't. Can I rape you? No. No. Okay. I'm always willing. Well, see, that's the thing is that I just asked for consent, <laughs> so technically it wouldn't be rape, right? I just I just asked for permission. By 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 definition, it could be. Rape. I was like, would you mind? <laughs> I. There you go. I mean, rape is not a jokey matter. And I can't. I can't even. I can't even rape when I try. <laughs> Because I, I accidentally, I just asked for permission. <laughs> You're awful at this, sir. Awful. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm bad at rape. Rape is bad. Again, rape is bad. Uh, rape is bad. Let me, ra- I don't want the letters. No, no, no. Rape is bad. Rape is, I'm, I'm serious about that. Rape is bad. Rape is ba- of course. Nobody's arguing against that. Well, maybe Bill Cosby, okay. but... I don't, want to leave, I don't want to leave any room for ambiguity of there. Of course. No. Rape is bad. Rape is horrible. And also, maybe you want to apologize to little people again? No. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> on that note... Uh, on that note... <laughs> let's bid you all a very fond good night... And tune in next time to (sighs) What About Now. Good night, everybody. All right. Can you hear the cat? Yeah. This is really this is really pissing me off. Well just go ahead and This is really, really, really pissing me off. Don't don't just let's wrap it up with your rapid fire funny and let the cat meow over it. It's fine. No, it's fine. If it picks up, <laughs> people say, Oh, how cute a cat. Just close it out. Wait, see now actually I lost you. You keep cutting out. I'm still here. You there? Right, but you I, I keep not hearing you. Oh, okay. So you gotta so you, you gotta charge that goddamn headset. All right, I think she's stuck. Wait a second. I think the problem it's is it's she, not she... me. How is my headset affecting whether or not you can hear me? I don't know, but... Why, why, no, why are you assuming that, that that's my problem? You've already said it. It's probably where you're at. Maybe because... No, maybe because if the connection is loose, then it keeps going from... Do you, is my voice cutting out? Not at all, no. Is it possible that when you're talking that... It's cutting out, but you, I'm not talking. When you're because when you're talking, I'm not talking. Therefore, you can't hear me cutting out. But in fact, it's getting loose, and then it's it's switching away from the from. You are trying. Wait, your, are you you're using, trying your damnedest to somehow blame your issues God on me tonight. Fuck oh. you! I ain't falling for that shit. First of all, this is all gonna be edited out, but it's gonna be put at the That's end right. when we have. This is gonna be all the post. So we're gonna resume. So. Okay. Can you hear me, Dick? Where were Can we? Can you hear me? Roll, dick, roll. Yeah. All right, we're going to... Okay. Rapid fire funny. Go for it.